Welcome to the New Mercies Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Caldwell. This is episode number 53, and I'm going to share another one of our Orange Conference interviews with you today. We sat down with Bree Mum, who is a student ministries director at her church. Her story is so inspiring. She loves Jesus like crazy. She shares him around the world. She has a boldness. When the Lord tells her to do something, she does it. She doesn't hesitate. It is absolutely awesome to see. And at the end of her interview, she shares maybe one of the best pieces of encouragement and wisdom I have heard for anyone who teaches the gospel. If you're a preacher or a minister, any type of leadership where you are about to share the gospel of Jesus, she gives one of the best pieces of wisdom as you prepare to do that. So I'm not going to waste any time. I'm going to turn it over to my brother Joseph and his interview with Bree Mum. Hey, everybody. Uh, you're here with Joseph Caldwell and... Bree Mum. Bree Mum. I told her I was I was uh, a little worried about saying that because I thought it was just one word, but it's not. That's Bree Mum. <laughs> I got that right, correct? Yeah, you got okay. it. Just making sure. All right, Bree, so where are you located at? I am located in Springfield, Missouri. Okay. Uh, where do you go to church at? And what Kingsway. Do you... Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you go to church and uh, what do you do there? Um, I go to Kingsway United Methodist Church, and I am the student ministry coordinator there for 6th through 12th grade. That sounds teenagers, man. It's fun. That is, you you have to have a special calling. Most of the people <laughs> we've talked to, children's ministry, student ministry, you have to have a special calling to work with uh, work with that age group. But it's fun. It really is fun. Um, so what led you to get started? Okay, so I... I told, for those of you listening, I already asked him if I should give the long or short version. <laughs> um, and I'm going to give the long version I just like it. because it, it's a little more detailed and a little more exciting. Do it. Um, so when I was in eighth grade, I went on a missions trip to Denver, Colorado with my youth group. And while we were there, we were doing a bunch of missions work, getting this one church started. And we did a festival and stuff. And we had a message one night that asked us about like what our calling in life was. And at this point, I didn't have any idea. I was in eighth grade. I wasn't planning for my future. Right. And I was sitting there after we were having this time to worship and reflect on the message. And I just felt like God told me, he was like, Bree, one day you're going to be a youth pastor. And I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm a pretty shy, reserved person. Not what I wanted to do. But I was like, okay, God, okay, we'll see if it happens. <laughs> and then I never thought about it again, never pursued it. And flash forward to last year, I went um, to a missions trip in Tanzania, Africa, and I was living there. I lived there for two months, and we did a bunch of Boma to Boma ministry, a bunch of hospital school ministry, stuff like that. And I was nearing my last week there, so it was our last week of our two months, and I was praying about what I should do when I came back, because before I left, I was going to school for psychology, and it just wasn't really what I wanted anymore. And so I was praying about what I should do when I came back. And I was praying, sitting there, and I just felt the Lord. And he was like, Bree, you've got to do ministry. And I was like, okay, I'll do ministry. And so I looked up ministry jobs in Missouri because that's where I was from. And right. so I looked it up, and there were about 30 at the time. And I went down the list, and I prayed about every single one. And I was like, should I apply here? Is this for me? And I got a no for every single position except for this one that I'm in at Kingsway. Wow. And so I got a yes to apply to that one. I applied to it and I was like, okay, Lord, if this isn't from you, I don't even want to hear back. And so 
I've applied, didn't really think about it, just prayed that the Lord's will would be done. And I came back to Springfield. So this was about a month later. I came back to Springfield, hadn't heard anything about this job, had a whole different plan of what I was going to do. And the, the day after I got back to Springfield, I got a call from the lead pastor and he was like, hey, I'm so sorry. We don't know what happened. Your application just popped up. It says you applied a month ago, but we haven't seen it. And we're really interested in you. Like, do you still want this job? And I was like, I would love to. Let me pray about it. And so I prayed about it and the Lord was like, yes, I already said yes. And so I interviewed and the rest has been history since then. That is absolutely awesome. That wasn't that long. Okay. Wasn't good. that long of a story. That's awesome. I, I love hearing I love hearing about how God just works through people's lives. It's so amazing. Um so guys, just a couple more questions for you. Uh, one, what is something that God has shown you in the last year? Okay. <laughs> um, well, I'll start with the, I have two answers. I got you. But you can cut one out if you need to. No, we're good. <laughs> um, first answer, the, this is my like favorite thing that God's ever shown me in my life. And it was when I was in Africa. We were doing this Boma to Boma ministry, and we went to four villages throughout our time there. And in the last village, we go up to this house and it's like the mud huts. And um, our translator, he asked the owner of the home if we could come in. And they were like, um, we're not sure. And before this, everyone's there. Everyone there is super hospitable. And they were like, yeah, yeah, come in. And so this lady was like, we're not sure. And so we were all kind of surprised. And we waited there and our translator and her went back and forth. And finally, she was like, OK, you guys can come in, but I don't want you to speak. We were like, okay. <laughs> and so we all go in, we sit down on the ground. There's like baby chicks running around on our feet and stuff. It's, you know, an experience. That's great. That <laughs> yeah. is great. And our translator and her keep talking back and forth. And then um, about 10 minutes later, he looks at us and he's like, okay, she said you can talk now, but she wants you to go slow. And if she says stop, you stop. We're like, okay. So we prayed about it, felt like I was supposed to share the gospel. And so I go before this lady and I tell her the full gospel, Jesus rose, or Jesus rose. No. Right, right, right. <laughs> no, Jesus came, died, rose, all of that. Gotcha. Told her the gospel, and I was like, is Jesus something you're interested in? And this was in an unreached village, so they hadn't heard of Jesus. Oh, wow. Um, and she was like, yes, I love Jesus. And we were like, okay. Um, so you have to have go through this uh, this this process of repentance, confession, and then you 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 know, you have to follow Jesus from here out. And so she said, yes, this is something I want. And so I led her through a salvation prayer. And then after the prayer, she told us that she had this stomach pain that she'd had for a really long time that made it so hard she could barely talk. And she was like, can you guys please pray for this? And so we were like, yeah, of course. And my team and I, we gathered around her, laid hands on her, prayed for her stomach pain. And when we finished praying, we asked her how it was. And she was like, it's completely gone. I have no pain. And we were like, okay, yes, Jesus. And then oh, wow. um, there's actually a part I left out. When I knelt before her to pray the salvation prayer over her, I noticed that one of her eyes was like super cloudy and dark gray, you know, like right. a blind eye looks. And so I asked her, I was like, can you see out of that eye? And she said, no, I can't see anything. I lost my sight a few years ago. So when we finished praying for the stomach pain, I was like, can we pray for your eye too? Like, do you want to see again? And she was like, yeah, sure. And so, <laughs> so this time my team and I, we all gather around her, lay hands over her eyes and stuff. And we pray really hard and um, finish praying, pull back. And we're like, okay, like, can you see anything different? And she goes, no, I still can't see. 
And we were like, okay. And we were like, well, can we pray one more time? And she was like, yeah, go ahead. And so uh, this time we lay hands again, pray, pull back. And uh, this time she doesn't look up. She just stares at the ground. And so we're all standing there like, what's going on? Because she's not talking. She's not looking up. We have no idea what's happening. And finally, after like three minutes of dead silence and sitting, which is a really long time when there's nothing happening. Uh, <laughs> she finally looks up at us. When she looks up, this little gray dot's moving to the side. And and so we literally got to see her cataract move out of her eye into this tiny dot and the color of her eye come back. And so we're all sitting with our jaws like dropped to the floor, like, oh my gosh, this is happening in front of our eyes. Oh, and wow. finally, after like two minutes of us staring at her now, we're like, can you can you see because we realized we were just sitting there <laughs> and she's like yes i can see perfectly and we were like okay that's amazing but we want to make sure this is like real yeah and so we had her close her good eye and we held our fingers up in front of her and she was like yes i see two white fingers and we were like yes you do oh wow <laughs> so that's by far the craziest thing i've ever seen jesus do oh my goodness um i would say what he's done in my heart lately is just shown me the power of forgiveness. Um, I went through this really long process of forgiving people for things I didn't even realize I was holding on to. And like, once I let go of those things, I found so much hope and freedom. And like, there were things, um, my dad's in the military and he was gone for a lot of my life. And there were things I was holding on to from that that I didn't realize. And when I let go, I just saw the faithfulness of the Lord like work in our relationship and change so much. And so, yeah, just the power of forgiveness and really surrendering your feelings and remembering to love like Jesus. That is so awesome. Well, Bree, you have been so encouraging to me hearing hearing your story, hearing all the things about how God is just God's been moving. Um, but my last question here is if you could give pastors and ministry leaders around the world one piece of encouragement, what would that be? Okay. This one I just learned recently for myself, like in the last few months. Pray as much as you prep. Um, I noticed such a change in myself and my ministry when I started taking the first 30 minutes to an hour of my day to just intercede and pray for my students and my messages. And literally within the first week of me doing that, we had like 10 more students come. We had students asking crazy questions. And I've just noticed the faithfulness of the Lord when I realized, hey, prep's good, but prayer's better. Wow. I love that. I love getting all these one-liners I've been getting. That is so great. I love that so much. Well, Bree, thank you so much for this time. And um, just can't wait to hear about all the great things God is doing through the ministry and just through his kingdom work. Yeah, thank you for having me. I hope you're encouraged by Bree's story today. And maybe, just maybe, we will pray as much as we prep. That's a good word for all of us today. 